Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, last night, the West Coast Eagles Club champion was announced. And no surprise that Nick Natanui got the job done back-to-back for the champion Ruckman. And, of course, the news of some uh, changes in the coaching ranks. And one of those changes is the inclusion of Jared Schofield. Coming back to where his AFL career all commenced all those years ago. He's coming back as an assistant coach, along with Matthew Knights, to work with Adam Simpson. And Scoey has been kind enough to join us from Adelaide, where he's wrapped things up with his Port Adelaide team, where he's been for three years. Scoey, congratulations on the appointment, mate. You must be incredibly excited. No, thanks, Scott. Uh, yeah, look, super excited. It um, was something probably, you know, six to eight weeks ago that wasn't on the radar. But, yeah, thrilled that um, I've made the decision and really looking forward to... Um, Getting back to where it all started for me, as you just mentioned, and um, you know, really looking forward to working with Adam and the other coaches and being part of a great club and uh, hopefully be a part of a, a team that get back in the finals. What was the attraction? I mean, home is home, but obviously you'd settled nicely with the full family over there in Adelaide, so that would be a big call when you're weighing things up. What was the attraction to come back to West Coast? Um, the opportunity and the role uh, that was uh, offered um, you know, and you know, the, the experience of working um, with other coaches and, and a big organisation um, like West Coast um, was the appealing thing. And I just thought it was a, another step in the progression of um, the possibility of if I want to take on the opportunity um, in the future and, and put myself in, in the ring of uh, senior coaching. So I just think it was a step up um, in my coaching development. But, uh, you know, the, the, to be able to work with Adam and uh, work for West Coast Eagles was uh, the final thing that got me across the line. Tell us about your experience at Port Adelaide. Of course, uh, it was disappointing finish this year, but the three-year journey, what's it, uh, sum that up for us? Yeah, it was, uh, I suppose in the early stages, it was overwhelming, um, stepping foot into a club that was really looking to sort of rejig things in the coaching, but in their game plan back in 2019. And, you know, to be able to be part of a, a team that's made finals over the last two years uh, was a great experience as well because the pressure of final football goes up. Uh, but being able to learn um, along the way um, from, from some really experienced coaches in, in Brett Montgomery, Michael Voss and Nathan Bassett and obviously working under Ken um, was where I got all my learnings from. So I'm a far better person, um, you know, and, and understanding as a coach from where I was back in the Subi days. And, yeah, it's been a wonderful three years. Um, it's unfortunate it wasn't to uh, end um, in, the, in the highest way and winning a flag with them, but... Um, forever grateful for the opportunity they gave me and, uh, yeah, learned along the right way and I'm hopefully uh, going to learn some more under Adam. It's been an interesting journey by yours because it's almost, if you were to say, the atypical coaching journey, you know, your, your Colts ex- or player, Colts experience, league experience, you go to Claremont briefly, so you leave your, your roots of your waffle club, then you go and work in Adelaide and you work as an assistant coach and now you come back to where it all started as a player at West Coast with obviously vision going forward and wherever, how long that may be of putting your hat in the ring to be a senior coach one day, have you always mapped out this as a plan? No, it's just worked out the way it has. Um, but one thing I have stayed true to is that making sure that whatever step I took in my coaching development was at the right time and it was the right time for myself. And, and as you mentioned, all those things along the way, um, yeah, the one experience, also the advice I got back from when I first started coaching 
under 18s or Colts and Sue was to make sure I do it on my time schedule and, and not to be in a rush to get somewhere just because of what maybe external people perceive mm. to think you're ready to step up. And look, I've um, had offers along the way to um, probably jump ahead of where I'm at at the moment, but I've always stayed true to making sure that my progression, my step um, towards possibly one day putting my hat in the ring for a senior coaching role is um, on my time schedule. And, you know, and when opportunities present, um, you've got to take them. And, you know, West Coast's opportunity now was something that wasn't on the radar because um, I was I was very, very happy with at Port Adelaide, coaching the midfield, a very demanding area to look after and, and working with some great coaches. But I feel like it's the right time and, and I'm forever grateful for the opportunity from West Coast now. Jared Schofield, our guest on Sporting Goss, uh, coming home and we'll start with the West Coast Eagles later in the year in the pre-season for 2022. When you're uh, in the opposition midfield and you're coaching the machine that you had, a wonderful midfield led by Ollie Wines and Travis Boke and others, you're looking at a bloke called Nat Nui, and he's in the opposition. You must get some relief knowing that you're going to be working with him rather than against him. Yeah, it's um, it's already the running joke with some of the players that obviously have had to say goodbye to over the last couple of days. That you know, I'm, uh, working closely uh, with those with those players, and you know that the Eagles Mitchell um, have, and you know, Nick Nat Nui being at the top of it, <laughs> just winning his second best in Ferris, I think back to back, which is uh, it's going to be great to be able to work with someone like him. I've been working with Scotty Lyson over the last few years, and um, he's told me so much about him. But, yeah, look, it's, it's good to be in the West Coast camp now and not having to uh, <laughs> obviously combat uh, the uh, the likes of Nat Newey and Shuri and Kelly and Yo and the rest of them. So you're yeah, looking forward to it. You've done your exit meetings with Port Adelaide. From an outsider looking in now as a, a former assistant coach, and you can talk about the disappointment, and we know it's hurting the Port Adelaide team, Ken Hinckley, David Kosh, and all the players, I am sure. And, in fact, everyone at the footy club, because everyone thought it was a gift-wrapped opportunity to, to make a grand final. Can you give us your, just an overview without going too dark into it and deep into it, just in regards to what the overview was as a coaching group, what went wrong? Yeah, uh, it's, it's hard to really put a sort of finger on it. You know, it was, you know, we were sort of blindsided. We trained really well, we prepared really well, and I was being well documented that we're sleeping in our own bed, being in our own state, but that's the norm. You know, that's the norm that we expect um, of, our, of our AFL footballers. And yeah, look, I think it's, um, you know, it's hard for me to, um, get in the minds of the players but I'm, I'm sure they'll dig deeper the coaching staff will port um, but in, in the couple of days we've just reflected on you know did we um, did we I'm not going to say we took our eye off the ball but you know did we play it too early um, but yeah look at the same time maybe it's just not their time at the moment Port Adelaide in terms of um, getting to that ultimate grand final and, and winning a flag sometimes it takes teams a little bit longer and I think uh, we've got to, I suppose, understand that Port Adelaide um, average age from last year's prelim, I think it was 28, it went to 23, mm. losing some experienced players. There's still some young fellas in Rosie Butters, Durst, but they're only in their third year of football. Um, and when you're playing against other teams that are, you know, well at first, and I look at the midfield of the Bulldogs, um, they run really deep. And unfortunately, that was where it sort of started and... and um, we just uh, were on the back foot straight away in and around the football contest, not only at ground level, but um, all over the ground. You know, our backs probably had their worst night. Um, and when we did have the ball, I suppose when I say we, I suppose when Port Adelaide did have the ball, um, we couldn't turn it into anything. Um, I think it was just one of them games that came at the wrong time. 
for the club and um, disappointing ways for them to finish. All right. So now hot on the heels of that, you're fresh for the, they are fresh from having played the Western Bulldogs and seeing them firsthand. I saw Melbourne here last week and I've never seen anything like it. That third quarter, Max Gorn led, but the overall bull nature of Petrarca and Oliver, the outside work of Angus Brayshaw, Viney played probably his best game in a long time. Who wins and why, from your perspective, a bloke that's been in the battlefield this year with both our grand final teams? Yeah, honestly, I'd love to say I'm going to sit on the fence. <laughs> just all the names you just mentioned there, you know, it's going. To, you know, they say it's won a loss in the midfield, but at the same time, Norton, I saw Norton firsthand last week. You know, take seven, six or seven contested marks, mm. and then you know, came his way, he caught. So I think whoever can actually score, I know both teams, you know, have got sort of striking power. You know, and I've obviously got quality midfielders. Um, look, if, I'm probably going to maybe lean towards Melbourne only on the, on the basis that they might be the fresher one. I know they talk about momentum going in. The Dogs have played the last three um, and, and mm. Melbourne have had a bit of a bit of a break. I just I just probably lean more a little bit towards Melbourne, you know, being fresher. They seem like they're uh, they're really on a journey. Um, you know, there's some emotional attachment to it, I think, with uh, they've been waiting a while and how they've been sort of belted around the years a little bit Melbourne over the last years and how under how they've underperformed and I just think it's it's their time and I just think they'll get it in a close one. Would you uh, like to see Ollie Wines win the Brownlow? Well, yeah, one young man you've had a bit to do with over the last three years. Oh yeah, I obviously would love to see him uh, be rewarded for such a stellar year. He's worked so hard on his game and um, he understands his game now. And I've mentioned that before in many interviews that. You know, he actually understands what his game looks like and he actually is prepared to accept feedback, whether it's the positive or whether it's constructive um, messaging to make sure he keeps improving. And, and that's why he's been so consistent over the year. And, um, yeah, look, he, he, might, he might have some votes taken from him with the Rosies and the Aaliyah, especially Aaliyah. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, it would be wonderful to see him up there um, yeah, and represent the club. And the last one for you. Uh, some things never change. You're three years away over there at Port Adelaide. Subiaco sitting at the top of the waffle ladder, mate. I know you've got the West Coast Eagles waffle team to worry about now, but you've still got a bit of lion's <laughs> blood running through you. You must be excited about their prospects going into the finals campaign for themselves. Yeah, it's great to see. Obviously, they had a uh, they had a bit of a uh, hit, a bit of a speed bump last year. Uh, couldn't get going last year, but great to see them um, finish where they finished this year so far. And yeah, I think they've got one game to try and get through to a grand final. Bo's doing a wonderful go- uh, job with them mm. there, and the coaching staff there and, and led by Lee Kitchen and the boys. So, yeah, it would be nice to see them uh, win another flag. You know, you can't take uh, the Lions' blood out of me, mate. It's, uh, as you know, I'm so passionate about Subiaco, but um, I hope they do well. And, yeah, I'll see how the next couple of weeks go. If they get through, I might fight over and uh, put a bit of an eye on it. Yeah, see them. fantastic. Yeah, and just on, on, on that subject, working with Kyle Horsley, who's been at West Coast for a little while now, it's fantastic. You must be thrilled to share an office with him going forward. Yeah, it's going to be great working with Kyle. You know, um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be great to reunite with him. Um, yeah, and I've spoken to him um, a lot, a lot over the last sort of three to four weeks um, as to uh, how it all works there, and um, yeah, look at what the list is like and what the club's like. So I've really tapped into him, and and um, you know he's going to be one I'm looking forward to working with again. Congratulations on your appointment. Exciting times for you. Uh, all the very best over the next. Uh, month or whatever it takes before you uh, get back and uh, yourself and Beck get back here and all the rest of the family. We look forward to seeing the Schofields back in WA. It's exciting times for the club. It was a great night last night. They know the hard work is ahead of them. They were pretty candid and pretty honest with their assessment of the year that's gone and uh, hard work never killed anyone. So they're looking forward to bouncing back with your assistance as an assistant coach, Scary. Thanks for joining us this morning.
Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Good on you. Jared Schofield, the new assistant coach of the West Coast Eagles, here on the Sporting Goss. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.